Yes, you are in. Do you have faith? Oh, you have faith in something or someone. For example, did you have faith that the COVID vaccine would work? How about your favorite sports team? Would they win or did they win? Okay, not a sports person. How about the love of your life that will remain faithful to you? You do put faith into things and people. So now for the play of the day. Here you go. The play of the day. Check this out. Swung on and hit in the air to right. <laughs> and that ball is gone. Get God's approval. By being more good than bad? No. By keeping the Ten Commandments? No. By promising to be perfect? No. By being religious and going to church? No. The Bible says there's only one way to get God's approval. There's only one way to get God's smile on your life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Listen to that. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. The only way you can get God's approval is by faith in Jesus Christ, his son. You may be a great person, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. You may do all kinds of great things in your life, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. Would you say that faith is a pretty important issue? Yes, it is. It is vital that you learn how to live by faith, that you strengthen your faith. So for the next 50 days, we're entering into an eight-week or 50-day series called 50 Days of Faith. And in this, in this series, we're going to stretch your faith. We're going to challenge your faith. We're going to deepen your faith. We're going to strengthen your faith. And you're going to see all kinds of amazing things happen in your life as your faith grows. Now, how do you get more faith? You say, I'd like to have more faith. How do I get it? Well, the Bible tells us faith comes by hearing the word of God. Faith comes from this book. This is faith food. And the more you get into this book, God's word, the Bible, the more your faith will develop. Matthew 9, 29. According to your faith, it will be done to you. Now, Jesus is talking, and this is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Because God says, it's your choice. You get to choose. According to your faith, it will be done to you. You get to choose how much God blesses your life. You get to choose how many answers you have to prayer. You get to choose how much God gets to use you in his plan for the world. How is it? According to your faith, it will be done to you. God says, you got a lot of faith, we'll get a lot done in your life. You got a little faith, we'll get a little done in your life. You got no faith, you get nothing done in your life. According to your faith, it will be done. Faith is the key that unlocks the door to heaven. So it's very important that you grow, you develop, you strengthen your faith. Now the next verse, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, faith assures us, of things we expect. Would you circle the phrase things we expect? Because if I had to summarize faith, faith is expecting the best. That's what it is. Faith is expecting the best. Now, let me explain that because some of you are saying, oh, well, that just means like just being optimistic. No, it is not. 
Let me tell you what faith is not. It's not positive thinking. Now, positive thinking is good. I, I like to be around positive thinking people. In fact, what's the alternative? <laughs> negative thinking. I'd much rather be around positive thinking people than negative thinking people. And po positive thinking is real good, but it is very limited, and it certainly isn't faith. I mean, you could, I could put you out in the middle of a snowstorm in nothing but your pajamas, and you could have positive thinking all you want, and you'd still be freezing to death. All the positive in the thinking in the world wasn't going to make you warmer. And so positive thinking, it's a good thing, but there are some things it just can't affect. When I talk about expecting the best, I'm not talking about wishful thinking like, well, I hope I don't have any problems in life. Good luck. You've already blown that one. You're going to have problems. You're going to have difficulties. Expecting the best is not saying, well, I, I hope that everything goes just the way I planned it. Because almost nothing is going to go just the way you planned it in life. So what, do you, what am I talking about when I say faith is expecting the best? Well, there's a little definition on your outline. You might fill this in. Expecting the best is the confident assurance that God is in control of the future. That God is in control of the future. And that he plans what is best for my life because he loves me. Let me read it again. Expecting the best is the confident assurance that God is in control of the future and my future. And that he plans what is best for my life. Why? Because he loves me. Right on. Well, you're either buying that or you're selling that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm buying. Well, I guess that isn't the best example. I'm buying it, but I also want to sell it. So anyway, you either believe that you're putting faith into that play of the day or you're not. Let's just face it. Um, but faith, we all use it. And even an atheist puts faith into, well, puts faith into that there's nothing, right? And some of you just aren't sure, but maybe you think you're sure, but you're not really quite living it. We're all there somewhere. I Listen, I as much as I might talk a good game, I, I always have room for improvement. Romans 3.23, there you go, worked it in. So anyway, how about, I'm, I'm getting the call, actually I'm getting the pull to a different direction. I think the play of the day just spoke for itself. I'm getting pulled to this direction of faith and whether to believe or not to believe. And some of you have heard my video game analogy before. I'm going to share it again because it seems like perfect time for it. So you and your atheist friend, well, let's say you're the atheist, and then you and your believer friend, uh, you're both in a video game. And as preposterous as that might sound, you know it though, you're both in a game. You're in this video game. And uh, the atheist says, um, hey, yeah, we're, we're here, but we're only here because of an explosion. And then just magically, we're here from an explosion. The believer says, um, that doesn't make sense. That just doesn't seem very logical to me. The believer says, I'm putting my faith. I'm believing that there is a designer behind this video game. Somebody wrote the code and somebody built the scenes 
with artistry of mountains in oceans in harmony in palm trees in pine trees so striking and so beautiful that even atheists admire it and want to spend time invest time amongst this beauty and then the hardened atheist replies yeah but i don't see any code I don't see any code and I, I do not see any sign of a designer. I don't, I just don't see a designer. How about that's a better way to put it. And you can't show me the designer either believer. And the believer says, well, okay, good point. I, I have to confess. I don't see a designer either. I just can't say, Hey, here's, here's the designer. His name's Phil. Um, I'll give you that. However, Science says there is a code. In fact, math defines and solves a lot of what we see in this world. And on top of that, we learned from recent science that your body and mine and every living creature has a code. They call it DNA. 30 billion plus lines of code that define every aspect of you and me. It, it's so powerful of a code. It can even tell you exactly who are your parents and when you thought it might've been someone else. It also tell you where you have been and where are your ancestors from. So we do have a code. And the atheist replies, it says, okay, Okay, we have a code, but it magically appeared from an explosion. So which do you believe? Which side are you putting your faith into? Okay, deeper, deep, deeper take here. For the believer, okay, now we go into the real world, okay? You believe in God, a designer. Jewish, Muslims, Christians, all believe this. And most of them believe in the Torah. So these are the first books of the Bible and the prophecies found there. And all put faith into a God and a designer. So for the believer, yeah, you believe in a God, you believe in a designer. So Christians, now here's 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 where the, the difference kicks in believe and put faith into Jesus as the Messiah, the Messiah, the promised one that comes out of the Torah and beyond over 700 different promises saying that this Messiah was coming. The other side just doesn't believe that person, that Messiah, excuse me, has hit yet. And go a little step further. People debate if Jesus even existed, right? Yet hardly anybody debates if Julius Caesar existed right around the same timeline, a ton of documentation on both. There's evidence on both evidence on both. In fact, our own calendar, the world's calendar is based on this Jesus existing, but doesn't take long for doubt to kick in. In fact, you've heard this used in previous episodes, even the Holocaust, that's only what 80 years ago, more or less, it didn't take long 
you, you just find it online. It just did not take long at all for people to cast doubt on that when that existed. It doesn't take long for us to doubt. That's why we need faith. And to put it quite simply, also used before, but Jesus was either a liar, a lunatic, or Lord. And no matter who you are on this earth, you're putting your faith into one of those three. Either Jesus was a liar, a crazy man, well, I suppose, or just didn't exist. Okay, I guess we got we got factor that in as four. You get to choose. And then you put your faith into one of those three or four. Because here's the deal. One can't be a great teacher and say one is God and isn't. That's a terrible teacher. All right. Some of you are convinced that Jesus is Lord, and that is faith. Some of you, listen, your faith is so strong at the moment. You're like, I just know it. I know it. I don't want to discourage you from that. I don't. But the fact is you can't just, though, say, hey, atheist, see? Here you go. Here's the designer. It takes more than that, right? It's, it's just, it is trickier than that. And I, yeah, you have to have faith. And your faith, by the way, the strongest, your faith will be tested. It's in the Bible. It's written. For me, I look no further than Peter. He was so sure, right? So sure. I mean, think about this guy is with Jesus. I mean, how can you not be, I suppose? If, you, if you're actually physically with him, if you walked with him and were taught with him for three years and you saw all his miracles and everything that happened, yeah, I think, how could you not, right? But then here's the curveball. In that, in, that, in that testimony, Jesus said, hey, Peter, you're going to deny me three times. And Peter's like, no way, no way my faith will be rocked like that. Side note, yeah, check Matthew 26, 31 through 35 on that one. All right, moving on. So Peter was just so convinced as you read that. And sure enough, if you lived on this broken planet long enough, you're at least going to understand it's a brutal unfair planet. And sometimes you catch yourself doing things you never thought you would. And Peter denied, even after being told, after walking with this guy, he denied him. So the rest is history. In fact, if that inspires you, go in, read it, read more of it, find out what happens. Um, but I, for you, my beloved believer, and thank you, for sticking with this ragtag group. Kudos to you. I mean, I, I, I am. I'm going to build you up a little bit. I just, not too much, not too much. I don't want you too cocky. <laughs> but here you are, the believer, right? 2,000 plus years later, 2,000 plus years after Peter and his stumble and fall. And you believe, though, you're choosing to believe, and you are not only believing, many of you are living those words in the play of the day, the ones spoken about in Hebrews. Well done. So next challenge, how are you at sharing your faith? And odds are you have room for improvement. <laughs> Me too. I do.
Anyway, if you'd like to hear more of that play of the day, check out Daily Hope, Expecting the Best, Part 1, published on the 1st of September, 2023. Now go, continue in faith, and show your Heavenly Father your love. Love God with all your heart and soul and mind. The next love others, especially, especially the more challenging ones. Everything else you are trying to do correctly hangs on those first two. Once again, check Matthew 22, 26 through 40. Now, I love you. Thanks for listening. And when worthy, thank you for sharing from the bottom of my heart and encouraging someone else. And if you are that someone else listening to this because of someone else, just know they love you. Your choice.